Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode 17. I'm here with Malcolm Hatchett. Yes, sir. What up? <laughs> Super funny guy. This is, uh, we're at Norm's in Huntington Beach. So thank you for coming out, man. Oh, thanks, man. Before thanks we get started, me. I just want to let you know that you're, you're, I said this on stage, we just came from a show, that you're a fucking inspiration to uh, all of us comics everywhere, dude. Thank you, man. Yeah. Don't cry. Please don't cry. <laughs> you can shed a tear. Uh, to fill you guys in, uh, multiple points of fucking inspiration, but the, the most recent one is uh, he got jumped after a show, right? Yeah, uh, after, not uh, in front of the show, but... Uh, Going towards my Airbnb. Yeah, it was after the show, like two hours after my show. Yeah, what happened? Uh, I was going to my Airbnb. Uh, it was some game mangers out. It was three in the morning at this time, uh, and they was doing graffiti. I normally go through this alley, but I didn't go through the alley. It was it was definitely dangerous. I felt it in the air. Right. And I I didn't think they saw me, bro. But I guess one of them spotted me because I looked in the alley. Maybe my shadow popped up farther down. Cause it was dark and it was street lights, and one of them must have spotted me. So I went the other way and uh, I was walking, and two of them ran up on me. I ran and jumped in bushes. They ran by me, and now they all in front of my uh, Airbnb. They didn't know I was staying there, but they're there in front of my Airbnb, like trying to like whistle for cars. They just tweaking off of drugs. They trying to like jack cars. They spraying graffiti everywhere, sidewalks, Damn. buildings. And I'm in the bushes, and I try to run back towards my car. I thought I was safe, and then they hit the corner in the car that was in the alley. And uh, four hop out, one with a gun, bat, 40 ounce. Fuck. And it like stoned me, stoned my jaw, uh, beat me with a bat, hit me with a 40 ounce, hit my phone. Jesus. Yeah, bro. That was sad, bro. Somebody they... somebody got murdered in their little clique. Cause, oh, uh, fuck. You can tell. I, I drove to the hospital the next day. And, uh, there was a gas station by the Airbnb. It was like 20, 20 of them out there holding up a, a picture of somebody who just got murdered. Not the same guys. And they was trying to ask money. For, they were trying to get money for a funeral. From somebody who just got murdered. Was gang. one of the gangbangers? It was definitely the same gang. Same Damn. gang. Same rate. It was definitely the gang. It wasn't the dudes who was out there with the photo. Them wasn't the same guys who jumped me. But they was definitely part of the same clique. Because it was the same neighborhood. Did you give them any money? Oh, nah. But they took my phone. <laughs> oh, no, nah, I didn't give them nothing, bro. But it's crazy. Because when I, when I was getting jumped and stuff, those dudes were sad. They was crying. The dudes beating me in the back was crying. You can feel that they oh, was... Oh, they were beating you? Yeah. You can feel... The hell? Tweaking off drugs, bro. Oh, like fuck. asses. And you can feel it. But they were sad because I felt like they just lost somebody. I knew that at the get-go. It was retaliation. And I, I asked where I was, they, they asked where I was from. I told them North Carolina, but they got me with the bat. They didn't kill me. Dude had a gun. They just beat me with a bat because my accent, I ain't from here. And uh, they knew I had nothing to do with nothing, but they were sad. They lost a homie, so they wanted to take the anger up. I felt it, bro. I felt it. It was crazy, bro. Stole my jaw, broken in two. Yeah. Are you sympathizing with them right now? Oh nah. Oh yeah, I saw nah. say this. You're about again. You're getting emotional. You're like, oh man, nah, like, nah. I, I just I understand why they beat me up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, I, 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 it was it was sad. It's like out of all the people in the world, I, I took it. You know, because I, I, I yeah. wouldn't say I needed it that way, but kind of because I was getting lazy, bro. I was getting too comfortable. And when that happened, got my jaw broken, wired up. I started to attack comedy different. Stop yeah. complaining. Couldn't eat, so I had to just write jokes and be funny. Yeah, and so the, the inspirational part is when I I saw we obviously we all know who you are, mm. and so we I saw you at the Amazing Comedy Theater performing with your jaw wired shut. Yeah, fucking insane. And so like someone had, Brandon had told me he was like, oh dude, that's Malcolm Hatchett. Like he he they broke his jaw, and I was like, yeah. oh like you know like big deal. You know, like <laughs> and um, and then I saw you up there with your mouth wired shut, yeah. telling jokes. And I was like, oh fuck, like there's no way. Yeah. Like, dude, I'd be such a bitch. If yeah, that's what everybody was saying. Yeah, I did for seven weeks, bro. Two days out, I got a hospital. I got on stage. Two days? Yeah, two days. Two days. I got out on the Wednesday, and I got uh, on at the Ice House Friday. Fuck, how'd yeah. that go, bro? It was to be honest with you, it was probably it. It was really good. My mouth was sore, but uh, I was just happy. 
I talk, I, my, my stuff was all over the place, but I was happy to be able to perform. Right, right. It's like I had to start all the way over again because I was traumatized. But I was just happy to be up there. It was cool, bro. That's that's awesome. That's um. So tonight we did. I had you on two joke minimum. You crushed. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, it was a good. It was a good. Yeah, that good was crowd. Tight. Yeah. Good time, man. That was tight. And uh, you said that was the first time you performed without your jaw. Yeah, without well, everything out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, when I performed last time, I had it wired up. Yeah. And when I, sna I snapped the, uh, the little strings a week ago, and I haven't performed ever since. And I just took the rest of the metal out of my gums in my first show, like with my mouth completely empty. Yeah. Oh, so this is your first, This that was your first set in a week? Yeah, yeah. I haven't done nothing in a week. Yeah, I've been lazy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing, I've been doing uh, self tapes and like voiceovers and uh, just literally enjoying life, bro. Getting the material and just yeah. holding it. And I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to go home to work out even because I'm about to go home and do some shows. So, yeah, i just been enjoying life. In North Carolina? Yeah. Yeah, so you, what, how you got here to L.A. is you're, you're just telling me that you, you hopped on the Greyhound bus. Yeah, Greyhound, three days. Uh, I hopped on the Greyhound bus. It was like $200. It was last minute. Uh, I, I had less than 300 bucks, uh, and I was buying food every stop. It was crazy, bro. I had like two bags. I had a book bag and a, and a duffel bag with like Converse's and a few outfits. I knew I was going to go homeless, bro. I went to uh, I, I checked in a hostel at four in the morning when I got here, uh -huh. and I had the hostel only for two weeks. And uh, two weeks went by. My last at the hostel, I hid in the closet. But I went to the comedy store. I didn't get up for uh, potluck, so I went back and I like hid in the closet under my luggage. And a girl moved in from Boston, and she threw a luggage on me. And I was like, Hey, don't tell nobody I'm in here. And this guy, he was trying to get with her. He followed her up to the room and he heard me and he told the dude who was in charge of the house. And oh, then they damn. kicked me out. Now I'm outside in Koreatown. Like with nothing, my stuff was. I already took my stuff to the Planet Fitness downtown because I was prepared. Right. And uh, my friend Dante picked me up, and I moved to Burbank, so I didn't have to be on the streets. In three weeks in Burbank, we had to leave that place, and then a friend of mine sent me money to buy this car. Oh, dude, that's then, awesome. Yeah, and I was in the net, and then it broke down, and then uh, all the Kill Tony like supporters got me another car. Oh shit! No way. The Volvo got the Volvo. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, bro, straight on the Greyhound. I just I told my I bet. I started comedy four years ago, but my first year in comedy, I was like, I'm going to move. Second year, I said, I'm going to move. Third year, I did. I had to. I kept procrastinating. Yeah. And I finally left. I finally. And I, and I left the weirdest way on the Greyhound. Because I know I wouldn't return right away. And uh, I, I would have flew, but I wanted to see the world and get material on that Greyhound. So it, it was tight, bro. Yeah. So what was that like, just traveling? like? Because you had literally left your whole fucking yeah. life yeah. behind. Yeah, everything, bro. It was crazy. Uh, on the bus, I listened to a lot of J. Cole. So he, okay. he just, yeah, he just, he from North Carolina. So he just like, like motivated everything he said. It, when you listen to his music from North Carolina, you feel like he's talking to you. So that kind of like got my, my, my nervousness down. I was like, all right, shit. He went out to New York and he, he like made it from North Carolina. So maybe I could do it in LA. And uh, it was really nervous, but uh, it was a lot of funny stuff that was happening that like calmed me down because I was nervous the whole bus ride. Like we stopped in Atlanta, and as soon as we got off in Atlanta, one of the guys on the bus got jacked. A homeless dude oh, took shit. his luggage and took off running. So that 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 for me, I was like, oh wow, this is gonna be a good trip because that was really funny <laughs> to see that yeah. somebody was getting a face tattoo in the, uh, the El Paso train uh, Greyhound station. It was cool. It was scary. I was by myself. I have a blanket. The, the bus was really cold. It was. Being on that bus, on the Greyhound bus, was probably tougher than like sleeping in the car. My first really? like few months, really? yeah, it was so cold. Uh, people on there was crazy. Uh, I was tight on money. It was, it was, it was almost like I was already homeless, bro. Right. But it was cool. And then I got to LA, and I felt like I just got out of a gym from working out. You know, when you work out and then you step outside and you feel tight, you feel like you about yeah. to get muscle. Yeah. I feel like that Greyhound made me even stronger once I landed. It was, like prepared me. Was that the first time? 
for you in Los Angeles? Oh yeah. Oh, well, uh, I came to LA. Uh, I moved August of 2017, but that April, I came in here for a week for a showcase right. I had paid to do, and I bombed. So that motivated me to move like months later. I bombed sure. in the hood. I was in Inglewood. Tiffany Haddish was the host of the show. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, and I went up there. The first few minutes was good, and then it went downhill. Oh shit! And I was like, oh, I got to get back out there. And then I moved like six months later, five months later, I did. Oh, so it wasn't your first time in Los Angeles? Yeah, nah, not my first time. Oh. Yeah. Then I finally moved. That's awesome. So, um, you're you were uh, a regular on the Kill Tony podcast, yeah, right? Kill Tony. And, so you, and you opened up for Tony Hinchcliffe. Yeah, I opened up. Yeah, I opened up for him a few times in some cities with the Kill Tony group. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And um, so, for for the listeners who don't know, the Kill Tony podcast is a fantastic uh, podcast where uh, it's a live podcast done in the main room of the Comedy Store in North Hollywood and West Hollywood. West Hollywood. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, and you throw your name. All these open micers, comedians, uh, throw yeah. their name in a bucket. He pulls it out. You get one minute on stage, and then afterwards, him and a guest and Red Band. And yeah, Red Band, Jeremiah, and Joel. Yeah, and Chris. They, they they roast you, or if they like you, they'll yeah. give you some pointers. Um, and so it's a it's a great thing, yeah. and it's what like three hundred comics signing up. Yeah, hundreds. Yeah, hundreds. hundreds. My, when I first did it, it was a hundred name in the bucket. Yeah. Hundred people signed up a day. And they only pull like eight. Yeah. Per episode. Yeah. So like nine, and then the regular. Nine and then the regular. Yeah, yeah like yeah. ten. And then uh, they cut it off. And so you got pulled multiple times and you became the regular. But the first time you got pulled, like how soon was that after you had moved to L.A.? Oh, that was six months. So that was six months Yeah, later. that was in February. And it was crazy because around that time was like the hardest part of my... I was in 1990, uh, uh, 1992 Ford Tours. It had broken down a month before this. I was okay. at the Planet Fitness. I went, I went two days without food. Uh, my car was broken down for a week. Uh... I was working this job that I had to walk like down the street to the job. We get on the van and we go to like uh, to Bel Air, like the real rich neighborhoods and right. clean homes. But I was working the job, like nibbling off of bread. But I didn't want to tell nobody. My phone was off. It was rough, bro. Uh, my car was just it was broken for down for a week. I needed like a new starter and stuff. And I was about to like find a way to hit my mom up, tell her like, bring me. Can I come home? I was gonna move to Atlanta. I was giving up, bro. And then a friend of mine came, fixed my car in the parking lot. I almost got a $1,500 ticket from security. Oh, but I told him my story. I was like, look, man, I'm, 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 a, I'm a hungry comedian out here, and I'm trying to, you know, make something. So please, let me, if I fix this, don't give me no ticket. He said, I'll give you two hours. We fixed it in like an hour. Yeah. Never broke it. And I, and I never, I, 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 still st- I still slept there afterwards, but I never, like, I made sure my car was good, bro. Yeah. Because it gave me a chance. And literally, a month after that, like, after that hard, dark time, bro, I got on Kill Tony. Okay. Literally, when I thought about giving up. Literally, when I almost went home, I got on Kill Tony. And that day I got up on Kill Tony, I, I was, like, feeling. Like, that day, it was crazy. I knew I was getting up. I told myself before the show, I was like, I'm, I'm going to get up. I'm going to get up. I'm going to get up. And then I was like, I was losing faith. I was about to go to a flappers. And then uh, he was like, okay, I like this. I like the one, one word names. And I was like, whatever. And I stood up. And as soon as I stood up, he said my name. I stood up, and he said my name. But I was about to leave. Oh, shit. But it was almost like I knew I was getting up because I kept saying I was getting up. As soon as I wanted to give up, he said my name and I ran up there and I was out of breath. Yeah, I, I remember that. I saw the video. And then I, it became like history. And then they called me back like two more times so I became a regular. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I almost like literally left the room. I was about to leave because I, I was doing like three mics a night. And I was like, if I'm not getting up here, I'm out. And they yeah, called my name. The grind. But I knew yes. I was getting up. It was crazy. I manifested it. That's the same. Wasn't your interview like 20 minutes? Yeah, it was for a while, yeah. bro. Yeah. Damn, that's true. Yeah, because I saw this like compilation video that some 
extra source I put there, like, oh, Malcolm Hatchett's, like, first seven appearances on oh, Tony. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I clicked on it, and I was like, because I wanted, I wanted to see your each minute that you oh, did. Oh, yeah. And so, like, I was like, damn, like, I scrolled through, because you were wearing a different outfit each yeah. time. So I, so I would just scroll until, like, I saw yeah. a different outfit. Dude, I was scrolling for a fat minute. Dude, you know what's crazy? Every Monday, I made sure I had made enough money throughout the week to buy a new outfit yeah. for Kill Tony. Every Monday. That's what I got. <laughs> when they had sales at like thrift shops, dude, I would go in, bro. <laughs> Boy, I was, I had, I had two months of Kill Tony t-shirts ready. I was like, this for <laughs> May third. It's not like kicking in like the back. Is there any uh, crazy uh, Tony Hinchcliffe oh, gem- like, stories in the like, green room? Yeah. Oh, like anything? Well, uh, Tony, he like, uh, I think he likes like 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 fighting, like uh, UFC. Cause he always like like before shows, like if he's like headlining out of town, he always like uh, doing like karate, like kicking and shit. <laughs> yeah, cause you know uh, he does. He's all into like fighting, like UFC and uh, uh, what is it? What is it? What's the fighting stuff today? MMA. MMA. Yeah, yeah, he's all into that. So like before his shows, I think that's like how he meditates. He might just like do like ten <laughs> kicks in the air and then a split in the back. He be doing some weird shit, but you know, he likes like that stuff. And uh, but nah, bro, him and Jeremiah, they really close. Brian Redband, he's a, he's really really nice. Joe Joe's cool. Joe's like Joe Joe is like a charm. He just comes out of nowhere and says yeah. like cool stuff. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, they all cool, man. Yeah, because yeah. they were. Tony tells tells stories about uh he used to like sleep in the car and stuff. He tells like how yeah. he came up. Yeah, yeah, they cool, bro. That's fucking that's insane, dude. Uh, looking at your wrist right now, dude. You got a Rugrats watch. Da, 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 da. Yeah, man, <laughs> it don't work. I got from my homeboy, man. It's it doesn't tight. even work. Nah, I can't. Well, I, 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 uh, my old one, I got this from uh, my homeboy. My old one broke because my wrist was too big. But I tried to get a battery for it, but they didn't have it. <laughs> but this is like a newer one. But I never uh, checked to see if I can get a battery for it because the other one, they, they didn't have any batteries this old. <laughs> so it's just like your good luck charm, or? Yeah, I like Chucky, bro. I got a Chucky doll. I like Chucky. I don't know, man, because I feel like Chucky. We can probably relate. He just. Like all the Rugrats, he like stands out the most, and he like happy. He's like sad, and I feel like that's how I am. Plus, growing up, I was just, I was just always like my brother was into Tommy, my sister was into Angelica, my sister black, but she was into Angelica over Susie, <laughs> and my brother was into in Tommy, and I, and I just like Chucky. Something about Chucky, bro. Chucky, I just, I like him. How old are you? Twenty-four. I be twenty-five, March twenty-fifth. Oh shit! Happy birthday. Thanks, dog. Ahead of time, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll DM you. Like, <laughs> oh hell yeah. That's that's nuts. Yeah. Oh yeah, so you grew up right in the because like I grew up in the era where Rugrats is just starting to end. Because I'm 22. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like the three that three year gap is mm-hmm. where like that three year gap is where Rugrats was at its height. Yes, you know? sir. And so I, I, oh, like, I just missed it. Like, <laughs> but I, I still remember watching Rugrats. Uh, didn't they try to do like a Rugrats like grown ass version or something? Oh yeah, they got the uh, Rugrats all grown up. They got the movie. They got a movie. Oh okay. It's tight, bro. That was good. Yeah, it was straight. It was straight. It was well. I watched it when I was younger. If I watch it now, I bet it'd be better to be honest with you. Maybe out of really? weed, I'd be smoking. Yeah, I, I was about sure. to say you'd have to be high for. Yeah, because you know? I actually think the Rugrats all grown up look like stoners. I think that's what they made them do. <laughs> I'm sure that's what they made them look like stoners. Yeah, yes. that's funny because like I kind of want to do uh, like an idea, not for like a show, but for like a live podcast type thing. Would be like to watch shows that we grew up like Jimmy Neutron. Like oh, that used to be the shit. Yeah, I fuck with Jimmy Neutron. But like. I wonder what it'd be like to watch it now, or like. I bet it'd be. You probably get a message, bro. Most of those <laughs> shows have like messages. They tell you stuff, bro. You don't catch it as a kid, but when you get older, they have like stuff they want to talk. Like at the end of the shows, it's always like, 
it's, it's, it's some type of definition you got to get out of the yeah. show. Maybe like a leap of faith. Like growing up, you don't you just watch the colors, but I bet it's some crazy. That's why a lot of those shows are freaky. Yeah, like those old cartoons. They be in there fucking. We don't even be knowing. That's that's. Wait, did you say they be fucking? Yeah. <laughs> some cartoons, man. I will be watching some stuff, that, but they have their clothes on. They don't. They just be making noises and shit. Have you seen? Have you? Are you like? Is it, what kind of porn are you into, dude? I only watch porn, bro. You don't? Yeah. Do I? Yeah. 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 It's, it's crazy because when I moved out here, everybody talks about it and stuff, but. If I watched it growing up, it'd be to make a joke, like play it in my room while all my family's at the house, just so they can come back there and say, "Boy, what you doing?" Yeah. But that was it. Yeah, I, I never can get into it. I can't watch it, bro. I can't. I can't. See, I can't like, sit still. I, I can't sit a, still. I do a, a bit about it where it's like um, I ask an audience member, I'm like, "Oh, like," uh, I ask a couple, I'm like, "Oh, do you think watching porn is cheating?" Oh. Yeah. And they'll be like, "Oh, like either yes or no." I'm like, "All right, cool," because I like to watch videos of me and my ex girlfriend fucking. <laughs> is okay. is the thing, and then I go into like. Why I don't actually watch porn is because, like, which is a true story. Yeah. The actual reason I don't watch porn is because, like, like I look at like the guy's dick. Yeah. <laughs> That's be, true, bro. And I'll be like, oh, that doesn't look like mine. <laughs> so it's not realistic to me. Yeah. It's like if I watch. I just porn, transfer the guy into me. Yeah. Like if I'm like if it's like a POV, you know, like it's per point of view, like it can't be. I mean, I, I can pretend it's me. Yeah. But it's like a big ass black dick. You know, it's <laughs> like. Yeah, that's our room. <laughs> yeah, that's not. Yeah, me. I couldn't watch it. I I got a bit about uh how I used to watch porn and the Rugrats. Literally, it's it's really silly, bro. But uh, it's it's actually the truth because on back home we had like cable and channel twenty two was like porn, but it'd be like fuzzy, like the channel that didn't work. And twenty four was and Nickelodeon. Yeah, but it'd be like, zzz, but you can see it. We had good eyes, so we can see the fuzz. Now <laughs> now I can't see it. But we watched that. Me and my brother would be on the bum bed watching it, laughing. We were just laughing. Not even checking out, just laughing. And my mom <laughs> would come even, in the room. Not even checking out. Yeah, swear to God, bro. That's the stuff we did. That's that's just, I don't know. That's just how it was. And my mom would come in. We had, it's a return channel on the, on the remote. It turned to the Rugrats. Yeah. So that's how we got out of it. And I got a bit about it. It's silly. That's so funny. Yeah, that's, we do stuff like that to get in trouble. Because we knew she was listening. Really? Yeah. We just, just, just because I know later on in life it would be funny. And I never thought I'd do comedy. So it fit right in. Hey, try not to, to bang oh, shit, on the my table. Bad. Yeah, it's picking up. Everybody listening, you're not. It's not an earthquake. It's. There's <laughs> a fat girl coming. <laughs> Damn, Shirley, scoot over. That'll fix it. Oh fuck, dude. You got any um, like on the the road trip or, or like anything like just a fucking like when I say tell a funny story, what's the first thing that pops in your head? Tell a funny story. It's the first thing that pops in your head. Oh uh, well, my 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 closest friend is a uh, Indian. Okay. And uh, it's crazy having an Indian friend, and I'm just like this, just like, just like crazy black dude, cause it's like it's like I got an Indian friend, I'm just like just like literally nigga. It's like I wanted to be successful in life, but like my Indian friend, his dad is really cool. He like like loves me, but we had a party at his house a few years ago. And uh, his dad would always come and, like, try to kick everybody out of the house. Yeah. But if I'm at the party, like, no, this is not happening. Because his dad would, like, listen to everything I say. And it was one party. His dad came downstairs. He didn't know all these people was in his house. And uh, he was like, who, who, who? Who's, whose idea, who's idea is this? Michael, whose idea is this? And nobody said nothing. He was like, Sharija, get everybody out. Get everybody out. Whose idea is this? Dad be drunk. Whose idea is this? And he was like. He, he was drunk? Yeah, his dad be drunk. He oh, was shit. like, whose idea is this? Too many people in here, Sarija. You said a few friends, Malcolm. Malcolm, get these people out now. And you guys got drugs? What drugs are you doing? And out of the blue, I do a voice. I was like, crack cocaine. 
his dad, his dad was like, who the fuck said that? Who the fuck said that? And it was me, but he didn't know it was me, bro. So the guy, he was like, Malcolm, don't fucking play with me. Don't fucking play with me. Don't fucking play with me. It was so funny, bro. <laughs> I just said I got crack cocaine. But he literally thought it was in there. But that, it was just some stupid shit. Oh, fuck, dude. That's, Stuff uh, like that. Or, or uh, when I was in high school, we used to ride around with my friend Cerrillo's van. Me, him, and my, my homeboy, Juan, and uh, Tayshaun. And we used to go to McDonald's. And uh, we order food, but during the whole order, we like moan in the intercom. <laughs> like, let me get a cheeseburger. Uh, like shit like that. <laughs> that's 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 the stuff I used to do before I started stand-up. Back Silly in, shit. Back in North Carolina. Yeah. In high school. Sorry. Oh, didn't you just post saying that you wanted to do it? Yeah, show. My, ho- my hometown school. school. Yeah. They, the, the assistant principal said, yeah. But the main guy never said nothing yet. So I'm just waiting. It's right by my house. Hopefully he said, yeah. So like, what, what what's your vision for that? Like, you're on like... Like have an assembly and you just call it like lunchtime or like. Nah, 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 bro. I only wanted to be doing school. I wanted to be on the weekend. Oh damn. Either a Friday or it's probably a Saturday. I, I don't want the kids like I don't want to do it. If I want I don't want to do it in front of the, the kids. I want to do it in front of the kids in school, but I also want to do it in front of the people I went to school with. The so way, therefore, yeah, yeah, they can just I just want a ticket link. Whoever comes comes, and I I do it clean. But if I do it on Saturday, I'm cussing. Shit, fuck that. <laughs> But yeah, I just I want to do it at the school bad because I did the, I did a, I did a, uh, a fashion show after I graduated and I did comedy okay. for the fashion show and I hosted it and that was like all right now I got to do a real show so hopefully he let me do it. What are the what are the mics like in North Carolina? Uh, the mics. Well, when I was there uh, a year and a half ago, it was weak, man. Uh, I started in Winston Salem, my hometown. The club closed down, but uh, they they it's 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 like one mic in my hometown. It's every Monday. But the other ones you gotta drive like an hour, two hours away, oh, bro. Shit. Yeah, and uh, you can you can you can probably well I'm from North Carolina, you can probably get up just a few times throughout the week. Right. Just a few times. Maybe if you're lucky, m- maybe five times a week. A week. Unless it's mics I don't know about. But yeah, it, it's not not, not like California. Right, but you get more stage time yeah. back home, like seven minutes. Oh, you do. Seven, ten minutes, five minutes. Yeah, you don't get no two minute mic. Yeah, you might get fifteen minutes at a mic. Oh, you might can go. You could probably go to a bar where I'm from and ask the dude at the bar if you can just get on the thing and talk. You can do stuff like that in North Carolina. Oh shit! Yeah, there's no way you can do that here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause that back where I'm from is different. Like, well, you got something to say? And then they let oh, you okay. talk. Yeah. Out You're here, though. Like, oh, you got something to say? Fuck off. Yeah. You go stand outside with the other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like when you when you came from North Carolina, which is obviously totally different culture. Oh yeah. Versus like like. Huntington Beach and LA are also different because here yeah. it's kind of like, like everybody's like laid back, like you just like whatever, like mm-hmm. uh, like if you were to walk up to a dude on the beach, call him the N word, he'd be like, okay, oh yeah, you know. But in LA, if you were to do that, people would be like, all right, let's fight. Yeah, like, true. But like from North Carolina to here, like what's that that difference? Was there any shock, or are you just uh, like expected it all? Like, well, North Carolina, uh, most people in North Carolina, they friendly. They, they always say, like, hey, thank you, you're welcome. They got, like, manners and stuff. But out here, it's, like, uh, powerful drugs. So everybody got attitude. But uh, it's, 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 it's different because out here, it's, like, faster. It's really fast. North Carolina is slow. And people, like, you get people out in California, they get mad fast. Yeah. North Carolina, they get mad, but then they, they forget about it and go buy, like, a sandwich. But out here, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's different. <laughs> All right, man, I'm going to go to Subway. I'm going to think about it, man. In California, you get killed standing somebody the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, That's it's just, it's more people out here, and not just people. It's, it's all types of like people. Yeah. Um, now, now that you performed at the comedy store and shit, like, who's the most like influential person that, that you've that you've had? Like, like, 
since role, I've been out here? Yeah, like role model. It's like been. It's um, trying to take the words. It's kind of taking you under your wing. Uh, like, Justin Rowland, uh, okay. Ricky Morty creator. Oh shit! Yeah, no that's way. like, bro. That's literally probably my like closest friend. Besides, like my ones from back home who live out here. Right, right. Bro, it's crazy. He uh, discovered me on Kill Tony, and he DM me like a, probably almost eight months ago, and uh, we became friends. Hung out with him, crashed at his crib, gave me gear. But like he, he hits me up as if he is isn't busy, but he's always busy. Right. Like he hits me up at times where he should like not even be worried about me. But that's just how humble he is. Like he, bro, he's 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 cool, bro. And he. he to me, he's a comedian, but the comedians really don't do the comedy. You just hang with them long enough, and then you get you get material. He's really funny, but he just does the video games and the cartoons and stuff. But he's really funny, but he's scared to do comedy. And hanging with him, he's really funny. Like he's funnier than most comedians, really? like upper comedians that I hang with. But he doesn't do stand up. Yeah, but he 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 looks out. How you doing? You good? You need anything? Uh, come hang, bro. He's cool, bro. Uh, how old is he? Uh, he's like 38. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 38. That's fucking dope. Yeah. Yeah, he's cool, bro. Rick and Morty, dude. Everybody watches that shit. Yeah. But, um, I uh, discovered, like, I, I'm not, I don't have time to watch too much TV. Same, same and here. So, like, I discovered Rick and Morty by listening to Logic. Bro, you know it's crazy, bro? A lot of rappers, uh, actually, Logic was in one of his shows, I think, one of the episodes, I think so. Yeah. Not yep. just Logic, bro. Juice World. A lot of rappers love Rick and Morty, bro. A yeah. lot of them, bro. Yeah. A lot of rappers, bro. So like the stoners his, and stuff. The intro to uh, the Bobby Tarantino. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a minute ago. Logic. Did you did you? Nah, to I didn't know. I, I I listened to the album, but I don't remember it, bro. I'll play it right now, dude. It's yeah, let me hear that. Yo, Logic a beast, bro. Bobby Tarantino two. Yeah, Justin Rowland, that's my dog. He real cool, man. <laughs> yeah, let me play it right here. It's, uh, hey, uh, maybe maybe I can pick what we listen to. Yeah. That entirely depends on whether or That's not you have crazy. the mental capacity to pick something I would be willing to listen to. And so they get they get into a debate over like mixtape album, yeah. album logic. They probably did that in uh, Justin's garage little shed thing. He has a place. He literally has a, a, a building he goes into and does it. It was nuts because I I went and I saw Logic live Dang. after that album had come out, and the backdrop was this big ass screen. And before Logic came out, they had the open. It was they played that entire intro. The, it's like Dang. a minute and a half, but it, they had the animation for it this time. What? And then, like the part where they're like, oh, like at the end they're like, okay, like spaceship play this song. And so then it comes out, and he comes up from the ground, and he's just like, da 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 He's rapping, dude. It was nuts. It was nuts. Yeah, he a beast, bro. Logic is a straight beast. Yeah. I like him because he, when he first started, he did instrumentals off of J. Cole beats. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, he the truth. He respects the OGs. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he's writing a book. He's, he's got, like, five unreleased albums. He's, yeah, he a beast, bro. He's, he motivates people. He's, he's yeah. a hard worker. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so like around, what's it what's it like just hanging around the comedy store? I've only been there like once or twice. Oh, it's nice, man. Uh, you never know who might be there. Like the other day, Dave Chappelle was there with Erica Badu. Oh shit. Yesterday, Dave Chappelle was there with John Mayer. That's right. Well, were you able to like? Re- nah, man. You know it's crazy. Uh, when Dave Chappelle, I, I've seen Dave Chappelle twice. Dude, one time I seen him, like blackout drunk. You were? He was. No, no, I don't drink. He was. He was tore oh, up, bro, and he was killing it. It was before, like a month before he opened up for Lauryn Hill. They did something at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah, He was toe up. He was killing it. His punchlines was killing me softly. One of her lyrics. And the next day, he sobered up. 
and I saw him perform sober, and he destroyed it. I'm like, man, this dude's good sleep. He's like really good. Yeah. And that it just motivated me. He's a good storyteller, but not. It's like when he talks, you just you just focus on him because he got something to say, and it's like everything he says is legendary. But uh, he he be there with Akon all the time. Oh, Trey Songz, yeah, picture, yeah, and it's crazy because I know the rooms they be in. I try to go look in, but they just packed, bro. And I don't want to be one of those just to sneak in. I'm like, I it'll happen when it happens. But at least I got to see him perform. But I know I can't see him every time because right, it sells right. out. But it's kind of motivating. I was like, yo, soon it'll be me. So I'm like, yo, have fun for now. Yeah. But he's good, bro. He, he deserves everything he gets, man. Another thing is that he's really good. But it's also because he crushes a lot of time because he's Dave Chappelle. Yeah. So, like, a yeah, lot of times when people true. go, like, so when the Comedy Store posts, they're like, oh, like, surprise guest, yeah. belly room. Fifty dollars. People are like, okay, yeah, it's Dave Chappelle. Yeah, that's Chappelle. So they know every time, and so it sells out like that. Yeah, it sells out quick, bro. And so I feel like he crushes because he's Dave Chappelle. Yeah. But there is that one story that he tells about how he bombed dicks. Yeah. And the people In San Francisco. Demanded, people demanded their money back. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. And so. Dude, to be honest, when he up there. I think it's just straight freestyle. It's insane. Yeah. yeah, I feel like he doesn't even have a set list. He just he like I feel like he just kicks it like with people and he's like, oh wait, hold up, I got a yeah. message. You know? Yeah, he good, bro. That's nuts. Like, cause when I like right before I go on stage, like it can't be like, hey, like what's oh, going yeah. on? Like I gotta have at least like one minute where I'm just oh, like, yeah. all right, let's go. But he's just like he could be like kicking it with people and he's like, all right, wait, just hold that thought. Yeah. Let me just go and kill. You he know? did an hour and fifty minutes when I first saw him. Then next Holy day he did. Shit. Yeah, then next day he did fifty four. Yeah, when I saw him, he went up at two in the morning, bro. And when he goes up, but he done. Swear to God, he he's it's it's somewhere on the internet. He done uh, six hours before at the Laugh Factory. Six, six hours, hours straight. Swear to God, straight. Dude, I think after the show, it was six in the morning, five in the morning. Swear to God, he got up like 10 or 9 and then finished in the morning. Yeah, and people stayed and watched him. They said, and, and, and I brought it up to a comic recently, and it was like, yeah, he got to chill out with that shit. <laughs> yeah, he done six, I think six or seven hours at the Laugh Factory. Straight. Oh God. Straight comic. But that's, that's just, bro, when he's up there. Time just flies, bro. Oh, it's 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 insane. Yeah, that'd, but that'd be funny. Just imagine like working at the lab factory, like yeah. friends, like oh, dude, like when are you coming home? Like yeah, oh, like it, he's she should be off in like fifteen minutes, <laughs> like, four hours later. Like. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, he good. They'd have to round two in the morning and be like, all right, we gotta reopen the bar, guys. So, <laughs> he's going for a while. Yeah, because there's like I've seen stories of ah, I forgot the fucking guy's name, but there's this dude who's from OC that I guess he's like he's super good, moved to LA, and I guess he used to he was notorious for running the light. Oh. And so he would run the light for like a fucking hour. Damn. But he'd crush so hard that yeah, like, they wouldn't say like, nothing. Fuck it, yeah, they wouldn't say nothing. But like there's some comics where I feel like if they were to go up there, run the light for like some time, they like, like yeah. does that ever happen? Or they just cut the mic? Like oh yeah, sometimes nah, but my homeboy was performing. And he said the lady came and took the mic out of his hand because his joke was that dark. Really? Not even because he ran the light. Yeah, he was like a minute into his material. She took the mic away from him. That was funny because another homie that I have, do you know Echoes on Pico? Yeah. Uh, he did like a, I guess one of the people that works there, one of the, the hosts or something, yeah. was like transgender. Uh, and he did, he, the first joke he did was a transgender joke and they kicked him out. Yeah, that's when you got to like step away from that scene because they're not built. I don't think there's no boundaries. I just say whatever I say. Yeah, exactly. But some people don't sound right saying it, and they know it, so therefore they won't say it. I don't think you should. It's your voice. You got one life. Like, when you die, whatever you didn't say, we ain't going to hear it no more. That's why I just speak whatever. Now, who are, who are like, your, like, heroes and shit? Because I was just uh, thinking, like, like, oh, like yeah. not just comedy-wise, but, like, everywhere-wise, like... Drug dealers. 
<laughs> Literally, bro. I love Rich Pride. That's probably my biggest hero. But, bro, like, just, I, I, I trapped a little in North Carolina, but I wasn't in the deep. But my closest friends, or literally the people I looked up to, like athletes who didn't, like, make it to the league, ended up, like, I look up to them, bro, because they, they dangerous. And, and it's almost, and it's like, it's like they, they dangerous to the fact where they do anything to take care of their family. And it's yeah. like, it's like, it's like, wow, you really out here. And it's like, yo, I look up to you, bro. Like, because that's why I, when I got my jaw broken, I couldn't make no excuses. I couldn't, right. like, because I don't see crazy things happen. And at least heard it, too. And I'm like, yo, this this is like, this is like the lifestyle I wanted, comedy. Right. And it's like, it's like you really want it. Sometimes the streets are coming to it. And that's, that's why, I, just something about drug dealers, bro. Because back home, them be the funniest people. Most of the drug dealers in North Carolina, they way funnier than me, bro. I'm telling you. They just couldn't do it because if they talk, they going to jail. <laughs> but, yeah, they, like, they cool, bro. What about, like, Michael Jackson? Like, oh, I love Michael Jackson, bro. Everybody hate him, bro. I don't give a fuck what he did, oh, bro. Didn't you, I think you just posted. Didn't you post a picture of Michael yeah, Jackson? Yeah, You're bro. like, fuck what you guys have to say. Bro, when I was, uh, I did Michael Jackson. When I was in the third grade, I did him in talent show, bro. I was Michael Jackson talent show. Uh, second grade. I, I, I killed it, bro. Never done comedy, but something about the stage, bro. And the next year, I tried to practice uh, the way you made me feel, and I was going to do it again. But I was in my neighborhood running around, and this girl was getting dressed, and her window was open, and I saw her boobs. And she saw me, and she told my mom I was looking through a window, and my mom uh, said I couldn't go to the talent show. Oh, <laughs> so, no. But yeah, I just like Mike Jackson, his music, and just, just, just how like he cared about like everybody. <laughs> Like African kids and shit. I'm sorry, she just brushed. <laughs> oh yeah, she snitched on me, bro. Was it? You were just like, were you standing there? People were just like walking by, my your. Nah, we was running around in the neighborhood, bro. I wasn't the only dude looking in the window, but her window was wide open, and her house was right beside my friend's house. We was, I probably the ball road over there, and her window, her window's open. I'm like in second grade, she fifth grade. I look straight at her. She looking. Oh, she was in fifth grade. Yeah, she looked. Yeah, yeah, we was young, bro, but her boobs was big as fuck, and I was in second grade. <laughs> She looked dead at me, bro. Her window was open. She told my mom. I was looking at the window. I mean, I was, but she, she was looking at me. And my mom, I couldn't, I couldn't go to the talent show. And oh, they heard me because I practiced that Michael Jackson. Yeah, I like Michael Jackson. He cool, bro. He just, just, just his whole, just how he like made it. How he got whoopings and shit to be like the best like dancer singer in the world. It's the same suit. So like, so like, I feel like you have to split the art from the guy. Yeah, true. Because like Michael Jackson, the kid yeah. did a literally like, it's at the point where it's like, okay, it happened. Yeah. But they always talk about you when you're gone, cause they they have to to make you relevant. But when he when he died, they made it worse. That's what they do. They pour more uh yeah. more, more sugar on the diabetes. They're 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 essentially they're shitting on a dude that can't defend himself. Yeah, that's what they do. But at the same time, with the new evidence, like like he did it, but like yeah, I, dude, every time Thriller comes on, you gotta yeah. turn it up. <laughs> you know, like I feel like those people get paid a lot of money to to, to look crazy on them cameras. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you think about? What do you think of Kevin Hart? Oh, I like Kevin Hart. I actually like Kevin Hart. Uh, I was more into Kevin Hart when he first started. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't really keep up with uh, a lot of the uh, comedians no more because uh, I, I like people from the dead, bro. Like Richard Pryor. Yeah. Uh, Robin Williams, Robert Harris, Bernie Mac. I literally look look, look up like people who not here because they like literally started it for the Kevin they, Hart. They paid but Kevin Hart is crazy. I look up the Kevin Hart before. He was on like when he was nineteen. I look up the early Kevin Hart. Yeah. Cause yeah, you the fame and, the, and all the news. Like I know what he gonna get. I want to see the struggle. I always go to the beginning. Yeah, but I, I really I love Kevin Hart. That's I love. Good way him, bro. to look at it. Yeah. Fucking- I, I I like to watch him like when they when he told jokes like me, like the the basic jokes that people tell. But his was way better because Kevin Hart. Yeah. That's 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 what I like. But I love Kevin Hart. 
He he pretty good, bro. That's fucking awesome. He busy. What's your favorite food place out here? Like, um, you have a favorite like not like fast food like, but where it's just like, like oh, uh, someone's like, hey, let's go to like this place, and you're like, oh, you can't say no. Bro, to be honest, I used to work at this place called Padrino's Pizza. Okay. It's probably the best food I don't have because they sell pizza and then they sell chicken. I used to eat chicken at this place called Dave's Hot Chicken. Okay. It's like it's like Nashville style chicken sold on like a, a like a. a a, a long hot dog bun, but my job, Padrino's, I worked at. They they started selling Nashville chicken, and it's way better than Dave's, bro. It's good, bro. But probably Padrino's. They sell pizza, chicken wings, fries. They sell everything. Plus, I love spaghetti, cause they probably got the best spaghetti I had out here, bro. That's fucking insane. What's up? What's some shit that like nobody knows about, about me? About you? They like something where it's like to so feel like people have had you on podcast. People have had you. Yeah. Like, what's something that like you haven't talked about really? Uh. I listen to a lot of rap music. Oh, come on, dude. I look at you and I'm like, yo, yeah. this dude for show. Like, yeah. You, know, you don't listen to the BGs, man. <laughs> nah. Nah. Uh, wait, is BGs? No. Is, uh, see, that's what it, I'm saying. You don't listen to them. Nah. They're like this old. Nah, my dad listens to that shit. Is it a rap group? No. no oh, like hell no. Old, old white, like surfer music. Oh, yeah, I ain't I heard that. I don't listen to these. It's a rapper from uh, Louisiana. I think his name is BG. That's what I thought oh, you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, this is a gangster. But uh, nah, I always wanted to be a rapper, literally, always. And uh, I, I kind of figure, I, I look at comedy as rap. It's just more of a silly form. Because rappers say funny stuff on beats, bro. It just sounds better because they rapping. But that's how I look at comedy. But I don't know, I just like rap music. Rap Dude, music made me happy. It's funny because I have, I like to change rap lyrics around mm-hmm. and stuff. I just haven't started doing videos. That'd be fucking funny. Oh, yeah. Like, That'd be good, do, bro. To do funny rap videos and shit where it's just like making fun of. Parodies. Yeah. Fucking nailed it. Yeah, that's good, bro. You fucking nuts. We should do a video sometime. That'd yeah, be that'd be good. Yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be really good. That'd be fucking like like a, like a Weird Al type of thing, but yeah, like, but pushing the limit more because he he does his songs for like radio and shit. Oh yeah. Like, we now do, we gotta do it on a Beatle level. <laughs> we gotta we gotta trip out like the Beatles. They be going in on them videos. That's nuts. So what's um besides comedy? Like, what do you what do you like to do, dude? Uh, literally, like, I'm telling you. I listen to music all day long, bro. Really? Bro, I'm te- I don't know what it is. It's a rapper back home. His name is The Baby. Uh, he's from North Carolina. The Baby. D A Baby. Yeah. His name's Baby Jesus, but he he's go goes by The Baby. Legally? It, yeah, he's fire, bro. I'm telling you, he's like probably. I like J Cole, but it's I don't know, man. It's just something about hip hop, bro. It's just something about music. Like I listen to more rap than I listen to stand up comedy. Really? Yeah, I don't know I what it is, bro. All the time. I write. I write listening to music. Oh yeah. Uh, it's uh, like I I write listening to like Eminem and YG and the game, dude. The game is Dang. like my guy. Yeah, I've seen him live like the game. three times. I smoked with him Dang. on accident. Like, it, was, <laughs> like, it wasn't anything cool backstage. He uh, he handed me the J when I was I was in the front row and he he handed it to me and I was like, oh, dude, like Dang. so like that's by good. default I smoked with the game. Like <laughs> Dang, that's fire. Basically, I just hit his blunt and passed it to someone else. Was it good? Oh, of course. Yeah. He's got his own weeds. Yeah, 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 most of them do. Yeah. It's, it's like trees by game or some shit. That's stupid. Yeah, I like that. That's music. stupid. <laughs> what else? Uh, oh, well, I used to read a lot of books. Man, when I first got out here, bro, that's all I would ever do is read. Read? Yeah, just, uh, I would I would pick out, like, certain books, like Kevin Hart, like, uh, autobiography, Steve Harvey, like, people who struggle like me, like, living in the car, Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. I, I love stories. Richard Pryor. Yeah, I used to read a whole lot. Read the dictionary and shit. What's, um... Fuck! It just—it just—it's just escaped me. What's um? How many times you said you go up? You used to go up three times a night. Yeah, like, three times a night. Yeah. This, so this was your first set in seven days. 
When's yeah. Your, how often do you plan on going up? Like, oh, uh, whoa, dude. The reason why? Cause when I snapped it out of my mouth, bro, I didn't. Uh, oh, you wanna know it's crazy? What? I did go up when I snapped it. Yeah, I went up uh, at Flappers with the metal on my gums. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I know. I know. Cause I, I, I told myself I'd take a break. I showed it. Yeah, I, I don't think I could take seven days off. What's your What's your favorite spot? And just out here? Yeah, to perform. Uh, probably, to be honest, probably the Laugh Factory, bro. They gave me my first opportunity when I moved out here. Oh, really? I used to camp out on t- on Tuesdays at 1 in the evening to 6 just to get a two-minute spot. Uh, I did 16 shows with the Laugh Factory in Vegas. So, yeah, they showed love, bro. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so because I see their, their videos all the time. And they, they pretty, like, you know, do you know Craig Connett? No, nah, I don't know what that is. Uh, long hair guy he used to work at Trader Joe's. He oh Craig, Craig. Oh yeah, Craig's funny. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Craig's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he always get posters up there. Like the, well, the I see page. him. I see him at the uh, comedy store every day. Yeah, Craig's cool, bro. Yeah, cause he um, first time I saw him, he was opening for Chris D'Elia. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, Chris Boudou. I I used to go to the coffee bean every day by the uh, Laugh Factory. Chris D'Elia's there every day. Really? Every day. Yeah. I think they say he loves coffee. He does, bro. He's there every day. He's probably there right now. Literally. <laughs> I saw him seven days straight. I used to go there every day and write on Sunset. Like, would you ever kick it with him? Or like, nah. Say I what's just, up? Or? I said what's up to him. I, I He probably knows of me because my, one of my friends, Chappelle, is really, really tight with him. But uh, eventually I started seeing him at the store because he, he just seen me right. He never seen me before. But he started seeing me at the store and then we started saying what's up to each other. But I don't know him. Nah. He just be out there on his phone or with his friends. You said he's out there on his phone all the time. Yeah, all with his friends. Yeah, all on like Twitter and shit. Oh, he, yeah, he's, he's there before he sets. Yeah, he's there before he goes to the store. But he lives over there too. I heard. By the by, the coffee bean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because there's, uh, I've heard stories that he's got like a, a couple stalkers, and so like sometimes he'll have to like like drive in the parking lot and keep going if he sees them in there. And oh, definitely. Yeah, bro. They when he be at the coffee bean, it'd be like ten girls if you turn around and look. Standing Trying around to be taking pictures of them and shit. Yeah, yeah. I follow him on social media and like there's a ton of times that like he'll just be like he'll like there's that game that he plays with Brian Callen. Where, like oh, they see like Brian who Callen. like who who could get the most fans to take pictures with them and shit. <laughs> That's <laughs> fun. Yeah, he beat her too. Since you since you blew up off the, the Kill Tony podcast, like okay, so like how you how many followers do you have now? Like thirty uh, something? I, I don't know. 35, 34, 34. 34K? Mm-hmm. How much did you have before the Kill Tony podcast? Like fifty five hundred. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. still a good amount. Um, so like, do, do you get like crazy DMs? Like, it's like, uh, like the craziest shit. Some someone's DMing you. To be honest, I don't really know, bro. Probably some gay stuff. <laughs> what? Probably some gay. I don't like some know. dude trying to smash or what? Yeah, probably some gay. Or I think I don't know. It's all types of DMs, bro. I get a lot of motivation. I read those. But uh, well, like people saying like, "Oh, thank you for." Yeah, thanks for the laughs, or they tell me their story, like like they got some type of disease, and they like uh, they see the minute and they feel better, stuff like that. Oh, that's dope. But the crazy ones, I don't know. I, I don't try to read those. People crazy. Do you, do you try to reply to all your? DMs? Oh, I try to reply to all of them because I know one day I won't be able to. Yeah. Yeah, I reply to most of them. If, if if it's replyable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The disclaimer. Oh man! Yeah, people ever, cool though. You ever get people like try to like shit on you in your DMs? Nah, not that I know of. You ever have you ever done roast battle? Oh yeah, I done roast battle like three times. I think I'm two and one, one and two. Yeah, I done it. I don't practice for roast battle because where I'm from, that's just what we do. So when I go up there, it's just fresh off. It's fun, bro. Who have you roasted? Uh, Dylan Sullivan, uh, my homeboy Antonio, and uh, 
shoot, I don't know. Is this at the comedy store? Yeah, the comedy store in the Bella Room. Yeah. My last one was Dylan Sullivan. He good. Who? Did you win? Nah, he won. It was good. It was really good, but he won. His, his jokes was well written and delivered. Yeah, he's he's a really a good roaster. Yeah, dude, fucking. Dylan's good, bro. Roast Battle is probably one of my favorite shows to just just watch. Oh yeah, I don't really like watch. It's it's boring to me, man. Really? Yeah, it's I don't know, man. It's because it's almost like those comics they try really really hard to like break another comic down just for that moment. But then when you see those same comics do comedy, it's like awful. That's why I say most of the comics who like do that. Most, some comics who do it are really good, but the ones that I when I go see like certain friends, I'm like, all right, you trying really really hard to like make this person feel really really bad, but then you do comedy, and you like don't even go hard. Sorry. It's like you want to go hard hurting somebody, but you hurting yourself when you're not doing good in stand up. Yeah, yeah, that's how I, it, it just be certain certain people I go see just to see if they do better at bullying somebody else when they because they they a lot of people got stuff to talk about, but they don't want to talk about it in comedy. So therefore, they talk about other people, and I'm like, "Yo, you got some stuff you go through. If you talk about on the stage, you'd be way funny." But a lot of people hide like problems. But then I go see them talk about other people, and I'm like, "All right, this person's tripping." See, a thing that I like with your stand-up is um, like you kind of like you move from topic to topic, but it all kind of connects at the end. Oh yeah. Uh, I think that how you do that is fucking like it's like a, it, it it's it is art, but it's like oh, yeah. it's. Um, it's like short, kind of goes through like like when you do your minute at Kill Tony, like how many oh, jokes? Yeah. How many jokes did you shit out? Like shit, I don't know, like three, four, five. Yeah, five jokes, two. like that's nuts. Because a lot of times you'll see a dude get like one joke out. Oh know? yeah. But it's I think it's incredible that you're able to fucking weave your way through a set and then connect it. It's fucking it's All crazy. Right, that's cool. Uh, but um, so like when you when you write, like how do you? Like for for the comics listening, like mm-hmm. when you write, like how do you sit down and like you get in that zone and you're and you're writing, like how do you write your jokes? Uh, like, well, I, I tell you, I always wanted to be a rapper, so when I write jokes, I write like a title, like a Seven Eleven, and then I'll just write the music, the joke, literally, I call it music, and then it's like, all right, that song's complete, and then when I perform it, I just remember what I wrote down, but then I just riff it on stage, and then it come together. But when I write, I write like like I write like like titles. Of the of the joke, and then I write like the description, and then I just work it out. So you write the you write the title before the joke. Oh yeah, I always oh, write shit, the title. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's super unique. Yeah, because that's kind of like what like are you aware of like how Dave Chappelle writes his jokes? Nah, how did he write? So it? he has this he from what he said he has this like punch bowl like at his house that he, and he just has a bunch of like oh punch, yeah punch lines like written in, and so like he'll. Like randomly, he'll just pull one out. Yeah, and he'll try to make a joke around the punchline. The one joke it was on that special, and the punchline was like a uh, kicker right in the pussy. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good. That was insane. Where was that done? That was like at the Hollywood Palladium or something. Yeah, the Palladium. Yeah, where even is that? Uh, it's in Hollywood. I've done the Palladium before. Oh shit! Not that stage though. It's a smaller stage. What uh, that Trevor Wallace do? It's crazy because when I got put on, my friend put us on the show, and I thought it was the main stage, bro. But when we got there, it's a little room upstairs. But it's still cool, bro. Because that, that, I think that was probably right around the time or after when that special dropped. But when I first performed there. But yeah, it's, it's literally on Sunset. Oh, it's, shit. It's on Sunset. It's like right down the street from Chick-fil-A. Right down the street from the comedy store. It's just a straight drive. It's on Sunset. Yeah, dude. Just it's the, nice, the bro. Talking about the comedy store is nuts because uh, it's crazy how much access you could have oh, yeah. to, like, like, dude, like, someone could just walk up and stab yeah you or chris D'Elia or theo vaughn like yeah. it's fucking it's crazy and it's like you're just able to walk from room to room and mm-hmm. it's it's crazy because well didn't jeremiah get like punched in the dick 
Oh yeah, probably. I think he posted that. Was that at the comedy store? That was at the comedy store. Probably. Like the People be drunk as hell. Yeah, he was like, he like made a joke about some guy like, and then yeah, like, I the saw guy that. was like some homophobic shit, and then the dude like, he just punched him in the dick. Yeah, people uh, be crazy in Hollywood. I'm telling you, they, it's dangerous. That was the one part that I thought that was funny about that is when the guy was getting kicked out. He said he was like, oh, like I didn't know you could, you could, that I couldn't do that. Oh yeah. Like, what, 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 bitch, what you mean? You walk up and you're gonna go punch YG in the face when he's on stage? Like, yeah. You know, you know what you're supposed to do. That's funny. That's fucking nuts. So. So, when was the first time you ever went to the comedy store? Uh, first time uh, was when I was first moved here and I was staying in the hostel. It was like a 2017 of uh, September. Probably like my first week here, I went to the comedy store. But I didn't get up on Potluck. So, like uh, two years ago. So, when? how many times do you get up on Potluck now consistently? Well, I don't sign up no more. Uh, I haven't been there in a while because I've been doing like, other stuff. But uh, when I used to do it, I used to get up once like every month. Once a month? But, uh... I, I try to do friends and family. That's after potluck. You get up on that one. That's cool. But uh, so, sometimes I get up. Sometimes I don't. So what? What about? Um, you said you bounce from job to job. You actually something super interesting that you said was that if they tell you to like they schedule on a day where you have comedy and you tell them that that you just quit. Oh yeah, I quit my jobs. Yeah, any job. Do since I moved out here, so I got. That's how I blew up off of Kill Tony. I was quitting jobs when I first started. Dude, I probably worked either probably 30 plus jobs since I moved here. Probably more. 30? Yeah, I, I worked. hired 30 times. Well, uh, I, I, I'll go through like a lot of temp agencies. Oh, and, uh, okay. And they give me a job. I quit it. They give me a job. quit it. Then I go to another temp agency. They give me a job. quit it. I apply for Buffalo Wild Wings. Del Taco. Everywhere, bro. Quit it. And most fast food jobs like me right away because I'm good at just fast food, customer service. So they want me to like move up or work all types of hours. So I have to quit it. Yeah, if they tell me I can't have days off, I don't even argue. I just quit it. I don't show up. And then my money just stays screwed up. <laughs> but I don't need that money. I need, like, comedy money. Because that's, like, the, that's the honest money. I don't yeah. need yeah, the other money. It's stupid. I feel that, dude. Um, that's fucking nuts. So, like, what? Like, what's the most recent Do you have a job right now? Oh, no. Nah, I worked at the pizza place. I quit it literally a few weeks ago because I had a really big, important audition. And my boss wasn't trying to let me get off. And I quit. I quit right away. Do you He's, tell them? That you're gonna like, like, oh, no, start work. No, when uh, I went home to North Carolina and I came back and he and then I started back working, I pretty much stopped, but I went back and he knew that I was gonna, he knew that something about to happen. And he was like, if you quit, let me know a week in advance. But when he told me to do comedy full time, I just didn't reply back, I just didn't show up. Yeah, he shouldn't say that. And then he told me, some, come to work, let's talk about it. No, <laughs> no, I never, no, I just don't show up. That That's how I don't, I don't care about a job, like, near, like, I, I, I would look for a job soon. But I got some stuff that that can that can. I try to just stay doing whatever I would love, cause it's like when you die, it's like oh shit, I want to die in a job. I rather die like with no money in my pocket at an open mic, than than working at a at a, a piece of place where I ain't even getting paid. They making way more money, and they and you not they not even there. I rather die like doing comedy for free than slaving for yeah. somebody. Yeah, that's yeah. that's why I moved out here. I was like I rather get killed in L.A. doing comedy than get killed in North Carolina like all my friends. I gotta go somewhere else. Now, yeah, so fuck so that. The, the great, oh yeah, the, the Greyhound bus. Like, did people like get off like halfway, or was everybody? Oh no, it going was in? it was no, 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 no. Only I think only it was just me and this girl who moved to LA, and she was from Virginia, three hours from my hometown. But she went home. She ran back home, I think. But nah, people got off in uh, Louisiana, Atlanta, uh, Texas, everywhere. It was different drops and pickups. That's, yeah. Oh, okay. El Paso, Texas. I was all over. Oh damn. It was crazy, bro. I well, went everywhere. 
so like you went from like cold to hot to like when oh yeah when was this like oh uh, this was uh, oh yeah, yeah yeah this was august of 2017 oh, so yeah it, oh, it was hot it was hot bro sorry, but the bus sorry. was cold bro damn it was cold i didn't have no pants i didn't think cali got cold either when i had straight shorts then i had to get pants and jackets and stuff i didn't think i, I thought it was always just hot really i didn't know because when i came in april it was hot i was like, it's gonna be hot forever <laughs> then i ended up getting stuff later yeah it usually like it's gonna get hot as shit i hate it like i'd rather like right now like the this is the perfect time because it's like 70 degrees yeah today yeah. was perfect dude yeah it was tight oh i was sweating my sternal wheel was sweating so hot so like when you when you sleep in your car like do mm-hmm. you like leave like the car on like the heater nah on, i don't like, but you know it's crazy uh when i be in it late at night i always listen to rich Pryor on my sets or something music and uh i listen a lot of bob marley bro and uh and when i'm done listening to it i, I turn it off Sometimes if, it, if, it, if I know it's going to be high in the morning, I would like crack my uh, sunroof so I can breathe a little bit. And I just like go to sleep, literally. No blankets. I used to use blankets and pillows, but at this point, I'm like, yo, whatever. So I would like make sure it was really, really hot. And I uncrank it and just crash and wake oh, up. Oh, that way when you, when you, yeah. by the time you fall asleep, it's like whatever. You don't even know. Yeah. Got to get numb to it. <laughs> Dead body, cold body. Where do you park your car? Uh, Walmart? I, nah, I, I, I actually uh, parked there one time, bro. Walmart has a lot of homes, dude. Uh, nah, uh, North Hollywood, like North Hollywood area. The areas I've been familiar with when I first got out here and first got in the car. North Hollywood, Burbank areas, around places that I like uh, lived in the Airbnbs there or places I like crashed there before with friends, like around the same areas. Near the pizza shop, because uh, uh, I be in the area a whole lot. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, have you seen Tony Hinchcliffe's uh, Corvette? Oh, yeah, it's tight. Have you seen yeah. his license plate? It says, I roast. Oh, now you seen that. Nah. This shit's funny, dude. We were, yeah, we were kicking car. it. We saw his car. We were like... Because he has a... He does this bit about um, how he's like, you know... he It's a running thing where he talks about like how he's the top young rising... Oh, yeah. I know about that. Yeah. It's like... He'll throw it in throughout his set. Because I, I watched his hour in Irvine. Uh, oh, recently? Yeah. like It was like a month ago. He, he had Ali Mikofsky open. Yeah. Uh, she's fucking hilarious. Yeah, Ali, she, cool. Uh, she really cool. Uh, there's this Gallagher's comedy night... It's every every Thursday night down in downtown HB. Um, have you lit. ever been on? Nah, it'd be oh, lit. Shit. I gotta I gotta hit up. Where's it at? Uh, downtown Huntington Beach. Like sixty people show up every night. Whoa. It's fucking tight. Uh, you ain't never done that. Yeah, dude. If that's something you'd be down to, to oh, do, I'm down I to do everything. Sure. Um, yeah, dude. That it's it's hilarious. But yeah, she the night before, because Brandon and I went to go see Tony Hinchcliffe, mm-hmm. and we, of course we didn't know who was opening. You never know who's oh, opening. Oh, yeah, you never know, yeah. And so, Ali Mikofsky knows the guy who runs Gallagher's, and so she just randomly showed up, and Brandon was uh, up, was going to be up on stage next, and he mm-hmm. saw her walk in, and he's like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm going to get bumped. And uh, like, you know, like, he got bumped? Well, of course, you know, it's, uh, it's Ali Mikofsky. Like, and she man. she did her, her, her shit, and then we were chilling at the Irvine Improv, and they're like, oh, like, the next, the next lady up, she's super funny. Give it up for Ali Mikofsky, and we're like, oh, what the fuck? She killed it. Yeah, oh, she killed it, but she was doing the same shit that we saw like yeah, before. Yeah, working it out. Yeah, it was fucking hilarious. It, it, it's nuts that because like people don't know that like we grind these fucking open yeah. mics. Like people think that oh, you do open mics, loser. It's yeah. Like, no, that's where we fucking work our. Oh shit. yeah, I still doing, bro. I still. That's that's why when I got my jaw broke stuff. At first, I, I used to do a lot, and I got I just stopped. I just start enjoying life, living hard, man. And then I got my jaw broken. I was like, oh, I got to go back to doing mics. I was doing a lot, bro. Like 20 a week with my jaw broken. 14. I was doing way more when I when my jaw wasn't broken because I needed it. And I knew if I did more when I got my mouth, when I took the stuff out, I would sound like more professional. And I and I would know like, like when I'm up on the stage, 
if 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 I feel like I'm bombing, nine out of ten, I probably ain't bombing because like I feel like that made me ten times stronger. Not to even think I'm bombing, yes. killing. I'm just up there, literally just living, like I'm alive. That's how I look at it. Even if it's something funny, I probably won't even laugh no more because it's like, yo, this is really like how I feel. I did a lot of older jokes today because uh, I haven't really. I, I performed recently, but I had metal in my mouth. Right. But I never and it was. Just talking with it out, I was I had to use old material because I was like, whoa, I don't even know what I'm about to say. With so, your, with that shit that you did with the yeah, yeah, I was like, because I had a lot of stuff planned out. I was like, whatever happens, happens. It just feel good to talk again. That's fucking yeah. So like, does it does it feel like where did it where in your jaw did it break? Like, uh, 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 it was on my right side, inside, like oh, like inside. Fuck, of, like, yeah, two like bones, like broken, broken. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, and it's gonna be broken forever. My friend at home got his jaw broken. Bones don't ever heal. It's just gonna be fractured. And when I called, the she, the nurse got mad. But it's my life. Plus, they, they told me I had to wait a week because I missed my appointment. It was literally, but I had wires like d- deep in my gums. I took it out. I had to, but I took it out cleaner than anybody on YouTube. I recorded me snapping it at first, and then uh, it took me like a week, and then I pulled it out. But when I pulled it out, I was by myself. Oh, fuck it hurt, bro. Hurt. Oh, it hurt. It hurt. But I like pain. It's something about pain in me. I like it, bro. But uh. Like, I literally had wires. Yeah, I literally had wires in my teeth wrapped around. And uh, I would have to, like, get the pliers and snatch it and then yank around. But uh, you got to do it quick. Like, when you put, like, uh, something on you to get the hair off. Yeah. Yeah, this is what you got to do. fuck. And I I just do it. I told myself, I was like, pain temporary. It don't even hurt no more. I was like, if I get this off, because, dude, it was me having it in my mouth has hurt me more. I'm telling you. Dude, you're making my fucking balls hurt. (laughs) Listening to that. You got to get that checked out. (laughs) Yeah, I had to take it out, bro. It felt so good. Felt good, bro. Cause that just having the metal on my gums, bro, it was hurt. It was hurting. Plus, you got one life. I won't put it in my book that I did it. Plus, I want the nurses to say I ain't need their help anyway. Even though yeah. I got insurance, I can do it. That's crazy. Um, now we got uh, around four minutes left in the podcast. Um, it asks you a couple of stupid questions. Um, we kind of do, and if you have any that pop up, go ahead. Mm-hmm. But, uh, would you rather? Piss a marble, or wipe your ass with broken glass. No, I probably uh, I piss a marble. Ugh. Yeah, fuck it. Come on out of there. <laughs> fuck that, my booty, man. That shit only get baby lotion on it, not no glass. <laughs> Hell nah. See, I, I saw this question asked to. I think it was Ken Jong on Barstool Sports. It was, uh, would you rather? Uh, do you have a girlfriend? Yeah, well, kind of. I don't know. You just go your banging or what? Yeah, now nah, I actually I actually love her, but you know I be going through shit. I ain't got time. But yeah, she cool. I got a friend I really care about. Uh, okay, so like yeah. if she listens to this, like what's she gonna think? Ah, uh, she gonna understand. <laughs> she gonna buy with shit. It's mutual. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. I got a mom I love. Facts. Would you? Uh, would you rather? <laughs> would you? Would you rather bang your girlfriend, but it's in, she's in your mom's body, <laughs> or bang? Your mom with your girl. Okay, I fucked it up. Your girlfriend in your mom's body, or your mom in your girlfriend's body. I probably will watch porn. <laughs> yeah, I would watch porn at that point. <laughs> if you had to pick, dude. Hell, nah. <laughs> Nigga, I'll probably shoot my mom and my girlfriend. <laughs> you went to shoot yourself? Yeah, no, they, they, no. What the fuck is both of y'all doing in one body? <laughs> Hell no, nah. neither. Oh, fuck. fuck that. I'm gonna be a virgin. All right. To close out the podcast, I just kind of want to ask you, like, what's your, 
What, where do you see yourself in like a couple of years? Like, what's your fucking dream? Like, what's your goal? Like, what's your shit? I feel like if I live dangerous how I want to live, I'll probably be in jail. But uh, <coughs> probably. But shit, yo, I just want to travel the world. I want to travel every jungle and tell my story. But uh, I want to drop a uh, a lot of like mixtape and comedy albums. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Just mixtapes, comedy albums, and I just want to tour. I just want to tour. I want to tour the world. Awesome, and help dude. people. I want to like make a lot of money just to get back and live like average, but just be rich as fuck in like a li- <laughs> in a little house and still sleep in the car in the parking lot. <laughs> but y'all want to make a lot of money so I can help people and my friends ain't ever got to work, even if they don't chase their dream. I just want to like give them money. That's fucking awesome. Is there any in, any parting words of wisdom or anything you want to say? Anybody want to shout out anything like that? Oh, oh I'm dropping a. I was gonna. It was gonna be a comedy album. It's called Wired Talk. It's uh me doing a thirty. It's it's different sets with my mouth wired up. It's like thirty minutes. Uh, it's called Wired Talk. It was an album, but I'm gonna call it a mixtape. Uh, it'll be out within like the next month. And uh, just trust the process. Uh, where, where can people? find that is it oh, on uh, iTunes or? yeah it's called Wire Talk uh, it'll be on iTunes Spotify SoundCloud it'll be on all the uh, sites I post it on my uh, social media at Malcolm H12 on Instagram uh, in less than a month it'll be out Wire Talk my first mixtape I really like that Nate did you come up with that yeah I came up with everybody was talking about through the wire through the wire that's Kanye I, I call it Wire Talk Wire Talk I like that that's, yeah. that's a much better like, yeah. original ring to it alright guys uh, thanks again for doing the podcast Malcolm fucking, you're, oh, you're a gangster yeah. man Thank you, man.